So you've heard me talk before and say that with one very inexpensive tool, and I'm not even going to give you an affiliate link for this tool. I'm just going to tell you what it is. Keepa, K-E-E-P-A. With one inexpensive tool, you can build an incredible business on Amazon. I don't get paid to say that. They're not a sponsor of this show. I'll probably stick an affiliate link in the show notes, but you can find Keepa using Google and download it. That's the only tool that our guests today used to build a $30,000 a month business on Amazon at a great profit margin. Just Keepa. That's it. She's not using any other tools. At the part of the show where she revealed that to me, I was a little shocked. Now, I knew it's possible because many, many people in our community are doing it. But I was just kind of assuming that she was using all kinds of other tools as well. But she's not. She's just using Keepa. Costs less than $20 per month. It's an app. It's incredible what she's built as a result. She's using our replens training. So she did invest in the Proven Amazon course. Again, there's links to all of this in the show notes. With that course and with one tool that costs less than $20 a month, she's built an incredible business. And get this, she has two full-time jobs, two very intense full-time jobs, and three kids. And she's built this business. It's selling $30,000 a month on average. She's been doing it less than a year. And the first two things she tried failed horribly before she got into our course and started following the program that we teach. This is an incredible interview with a really cool lady. You're going to enjoy some very specific tips and strategies. Even if your business is already doing well, you're going to appreciate her approach and the season that she's in with her business, some of the lessons. I make a few suggestions from what she might do, like who she needs to hire next, what kind of person she might be looking for to move her business forward, to free up some of her time. I think you're going to enjoy our conversation today and find her very encouraging. So stick around. I'm going to get Linda on the line right now. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. So Linda, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jim. How are you? I'm doing great. So glad to have you here. I'd love to get right into your story. Let's hear it. Absolutely. I am very excited to have been invited and um, I've listened to so many of and they're super inspiring. So I've been working, trying to scale to some of the fabulous stories that you've had. So my name is Linda. That's what everybody calls me anyways. And I, I live in Texas and I have been doing, I have been selling on Amazon for about a year now. About a year. Um, okay. It's been exactly a year actually since I started doing the replants. Before really? that, I tried other you stuff, but it didn't started work out. right out with replens. That's good. I did. I did. I, after I took a couple of months off to reset my mind and my approach, I started in June. Before that, I had tried it for a month, but it was just not. I didn't know what I was doing at all. Sure. Sure. And I, I have. I'm married, and I have three little girls awesome. who are my joy and my absolute drive to everything I do in my life. Oh. And uh, I hope to one day just you know, be able to be here more yeah. for them. Oh, and what are their ages? They were all under 10, if I remember correctly, right? Yes. I have a nine-year-old who is just a beautiful, smart little girl. And then I have uh, my two four-year-olds, the twins, who are just, you know, little hurricanes in the house. And they're lovely. So is your nine-year-old kind of like the second mom, like babysitter? <laughs> uh, she tries to be, but you know, she's, it's been a rough year just being at home. You know, she's been doing this, this schooling here at home and, and kind of isolated. So she's had a rough time. And yeah. We're she's hoping kind of, that kind of social. Be this is being with her friends, huh? She totally does. But yeah. we're, we're starting to slowly rent out. So yeah. what part of Texas are you guys in? 
We are in the capital. We're in Austin. Which is Austin. There we go. Yeah, we could have yeah. probably done a trivia and got a lot of people to give the wrong answer. Most people think Dallas and Houston when they think Dallas. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes, the big cities. Yeah. Austin mm-hmm. is just little in the middle, in the capital, but most people don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people you, think you had to give me a minute to be honest. I would have had to think about <laughs> it, but I would have, I think I would have got it right. Well, that's awesome. It's good to have you here. Okay, so talk us through your business. You know, take us wherever you'd like because most people listening to this, well, I would say about half the people are kind of brand new, don't necessarily know what this Amazon thing's all about. They are thinking about absolutely. The other half are kind of doing what you're doing. They've built something and they're scaling it up, and let's share some tips and strategies for them too. So go wherever you'd like. Sure. Um, So I'm actually going to go with my very first exposure to Amazon selling. I don't know. I must have seen something on YouTube or some, I mean, you know, just scroll, scrolling to the media. And so I got this idea to like, you know, create this blanket and and, and sell it. And I was just going to sell a bunch of them because they're so cute and parents always want to buy stuff for babies. So I actually created a milestone blanket, which just says like one to three to 12 months. And you're supposed to use it as like a photo prop. So you created um, your own product. That was your first exposure. I, I did. I designed it and it's two-sided and the other side has milestones. Like I sat for the first time or, you know, yeah. my first tooth, whatever. First um, and whatever. then Yeah. Okay. I got you. So, yeah. so you had this made. How many of them did you have made? Only 200. 200? Okay. Yes. And so I, I looked up on YouTube how to contact somebody overseas, have it done, shipped to me. And this was right before COVID craziness started. Like in September, I received them of 2019. I had no idea what I was doing. Obviously, now I know. Um, I didn't even know it was called private label back then. Sure. And uh, I've sold some, but honestly, I have, you know, still some in, in my garage. And How I've many are in your skips. garage? How Probably, many? I would say maybe like 120 and I've sold about 40, but I never advertised or did any of that stuff. So yeah. I sold a lot locally. I think they would do really well if I could just, you know, decide to advertise, but I just haven't because then I got sure. into the replants and I just didn't want to give that energy to that when I Yeah, do it to the, the replants kind of took off for you. Well, do you want yeah, to kick around a couple ideas on getting rid of those last few blankets? I might advertise at some point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just, sell. I'm thinking, you know, I mean, I'm glad you didn't buy 5,000 because that's a different kind mm-hmm. of sad story. And we run into a lot of people have done that. They can't park their car in the garage now kind of stories, right? I've heard. Those are just... It's just heartbreaking when yeah. that's someone's first exposure. But you got a small enough taste to know that's not what I mm-hmm. want to do. <laughs> but you've got a no. hundred of them or so left. I would suggest just a few random, because I think this is going to apply to some other people too. You may have thought of these ideas, but this is for the listener too. Facebook mm-hmm. Marketplace is phenomenal. And you can ship there now if you didn't know that, right? eBay uh, is another one. Have you thought of any like Etsy possibly as another I one? I haven't. I think I have it on eBay, but I don't think I ever sold any of them there. I've only sold them in Amazon. Yeah, and another thing to try on eBay too, if you haven't done it, is, is to put together a bulk lot of them inexpensive. It's like someone sees That's it as true. a business opportunity, like, oh, I could sell, you know, I, I can buy those as a bulk lot. It's another little idea for you. Um, yeah. But I never yeah, thought of that. I, I'm not the best at solving this problem because typically if someone <laughs> listens to us from day one, they never go down that road. <laughs> right, know? right. Yes. We, and we so that's what happened. <laughs> yes, that's what happened to me. So then, you know, I'm just really busy. I do have two full-time jobs and I kind of just, I was like, okay, fine. That didn't work. And it wasn't a huge investment. And I figured if I really put my mind to it, they will. But I just stayed busy with other stuff. Then I think it was, yeah, 2020, February or January, when I somehow ran into Thailand sales machine information on a site in Facebook that I was looking at, you know, site hustles. And I... um 
I purchased the program. This was really before the pandemic started. And I started reading, you know, testimonials and just listening to the podcast. And I was like, okay, you know, and I realized I was going backwards on my initial approach of trying to do private label, which had a name now. And I bought, I purchased another item, still not knowing everything very well. And I started selling, I listed it and I got my very first IP validation with that oh, one no. item. Your yes. first product, you got an IP. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you, yes. if you get excited and just go grab stuff and like, wow, look, this is hot. So yeah, you can get yourself in. Yeah, That's so what probably, I did. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. There was one that. seller historically. I had never heard of Kipa yet. I mean, sure. I had heard of it, but never looked into it. So then I got discouraged and I stopped. Like immediately, I only did it for like a week and then I stopped and I was like, you know, maybe this is just not for me. I should stick to healthcare because I'm a nurse. And um, I uh, studied the pack for a couple of months, just here and there. You know, I work overnight, so sometimes I have slow times and I just pop in my headphones and watch videos. And in June, I decided to try again. Oh, that's quite a break. Yeah. Yeah. From winter to summer, you took a break. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Well, in March was when I got, or February was when I got my IP because I remember March 13 being that pandemic day for me because it's when I went on vacation and then I didn't go anywhere from work. I had like two days off, two weeks off of vacation that started March 13th and we never left the city. So for me, that's when the pandemic really started. And so that's, it was February, late February when I got the IP. And then in June, I decided to start with the Replens product products. And that's when it just kind of took off. So just to, to recap a little bit, you bought the proven Amazon course, studied right. a little bit, got it enough to be confident, went out, bought a product that crashed and burned, and you kind of gave up for a few months. <laughs> yes. Yes, you go back was... in to the replens module of the proven mm-hmm. Amazon course. And right. that's where we pick up our story now after right. a little break, being a little yes, frustrated. I was being impatient. Yeah, I was impatient. Like, I'm hearing a strike one, strike two story. Like the blankets, <laughs> not a good experience. Your first replan, because you only got, I'm guessing about 20% of the way through the content and like, oh, I'm going to go do this. Yep. Break two. Exactly. <laughs> then you went through <laughs> it. And we really do recommend, this is a good place, Linda, for me to maybe interject with the replans. It's one of the few modules where we say, go all the way through it before you do it. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of little pieces we want to tack on to your strategy before mm-hmm. you jump in with both feet and get excited. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's one of the modules. And, and some of the modules in there, there's a couple dozen modules of ways to make money on Amazon. But some of them are like, hey, as soon as you start, do it in real time. Do it with the course, not replans. Go all the way through it. Absolutely. How long did it take you to go all the way through it? I actually took April and May to just really, really absorb what I was watching. I feel like having it scratched the surface of the pack. Oh, no, you'll never go all the way through the pack. No. <laughs> I mean, just the replans module. I haven't been all the way through. Mm-hmm. It's being updated constantly and added to constantly. There's content I haven't had a chance to get to that's been added in from our great team. So no. yeah, you'll never get all the right, way right. through the pack. But the replans no. module specifically, that strategy, right. how long did that take you? I would say, honestly, in com- completely watch the whole thing, it took me a whole month <laughs> to watch the whole thing. And I, I, by the time I started, I had watched three, Amazon Basics, 101, and the replans. So those are the right. three that I had under my belt, fully and grasping the concept, only to realize I really didn't quite grasp it yet until sure. June, Yeah, when I, I started in June. I got it. I just wanted yeah. to give people an idea. I think that's yeah. about the modules you just named, which is the basic, the beginner stuff, starting assuming mm-hmm. you know nothing and going through the replens model is, I think it's about eight to 10 hours of content 
But if you take your time and absorb it and review it, and you know, it can easily turn into more. We've had some people pick it up over a weekend. We've had other people it takes them six months, kind of visiting it on time to time. You know, it's pace. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I have two full time jobs, so I didn't really know exactly. if I still Three wanted kids. to do it. But <laughs> yeah, but I had purchased the pack, so I was like, I'm just gonna look into this a little more, and I just did you. it little by little. And even when I started, I I was in doubt of myself and my abilities and mm. what I was doing, and was this for reals, you know. Everything. I was just cautious when I really started in June. Can we, can we spend a little time on that? Is that okay, Linda? The confidence yeah. and the because it's been a long time since I was there, uh, twenty of years course. ago. Since I was like, ah, can you actually really make money online? I've just I've been doing it for so long. I feel like I'm a little out of touch with those first few months of convincing yourself this is actually legitimate. Like, what is it that pushed you over the edge? This you know, busy mom, three kids, two jobs. I'm going to carve some time out. I truly believe this could work. What factors went into helping you make that decision? I went to a barbecue with my a lady that took me in when I was a teenager. And I was telling her about, and she works at Amazon, you know, the warehouse. And I was telling her about what I was trying to do. And she was like, oh, that's just not for me. I have the mindset that you're supposed to go to work, you're eight hours and come back home. And I don't think that's ever going to change. And I had that mindset, you know, my 12 hours at the hospital and then back home, this is just life. You go to work and you come home. And I realized now I have this, you know, I just was very doubtful. I had these two failures, but I was very driven by me wanting to have something that I was more in my control. I really didn't think I could. Having your own business is just not something that occurs to people. It's, It's not in your grasp, especially when you don't have huge amounts of money. So I did have my doubts whether this was going to work. And what pushed me over the edge was watching the testimonials in the Facebook group yeah, and, and listening to the podcast. And then I thought, why not me? Hmm. I love you know, it. Why, why can't I do this? You know, um, no, there's nobody telling me I can't except myself. Yeah. And yeah. I had to overcome my self-doubt to be able to just try it a third time. Good for and you. And to be honest, from then... So now I have had a full like mental shift that I'm guessing a lot of people get at some point where you just think yeah. I can do, if I, if I, I can do anything, I'm enabled, you know, if, if I can do this, I can just make anything work for me. Why not me? Why yeah. not me? <laughs> yeah. You know, there, there's a, it, it reminds me a little bit of the, I've talked a couple of times on the podcast in the past, all the things you have to unlearn mm-hmm. from a traditional education. You know, I'm not anti-education. I'm not anti any this, this, that kind of school, this kind of school. But there's a lot of messages that are kind of pounded into us just from our culture. Absolutely. Like, like one of one of my favorite examples is failure is bad. Like, yeah, who would disagree with that? Mm-hmm. Failure is bad. Of course, failure is bad. No, in internet business, failure is beautiful because it costs you a couple dollars. Mm-hmm. Fail 50 times a day if you can, because that's how you test. If you're not failing Absolutely. constantly, you're never going to know what actually works. So fail small and fail frequently. Like, well, I thought failure was bad. No, failure is beautiful, right? That's just one of a bunch of different examples I could give. So we have to have that do that mindset shift. And it sounds like you did. I agree. That. It, it takes. I agree. 100%. It's not an easy thing to do. No, it's not. I. It's yeah. The the couple of failures that I had just made me. You know, I'm I'm just competing with myself all the time, <laughs> and just trying. I guess to prove myself a point. I'm never competing with anybody else. I know that comparison is the theft of joy. But with me, I'm always just trying to best myself. I just couldn't bring myself to just walk away from it because I've seen how it can be successful. And I just thought, what, I can do this. 
I can do this. I can do this. And so I have so far. So now I just need to get to the point where I can just be grow more. I think I'm yeah. there. I need to grow. Oh, you absolutely are. I mean, and this is a <laughs> this is a great next step. You shared with me you're an introvert. I am too. And here you are on a podcast <laughs> and you're inspiring other people. Like these are all great steps in the right direction. I do have one question. Was there a certain testimonial that stood out to you? You said some of the testimonials. Like, is there any one story that kind of pushed you over the edge or, or resonated with you? Or was it just the accumulation of all of them? It was an accumulation. And towards the end, it was Oscar. Oscar Matumbo. Oscar. Love those episodes. I was just he on the phone is, with him a couple of days ago. Yeah, he is so humble and, and I kind of identify with him because I am such a hard worker. I have my work ethic is impeccable. Nobody can dispute that. And mm-hmm. I will work. I will work, work, work. I am just full on. Like I said, two full-time jobs, my three kids and, and Amazon at this point. I just love working. I love being productive. It just gives me this self-satisfaction that it's like nothing else. Yeah. His work ethic is is incredible and inspirational for sure. Uh, I'll have to put a link to his two podcast episodes in the show notes for this one. But he sent me a gift yeah. actually. His former job was designing. This is a microphone. I mean, I've got the one yeah. I use here. My sound guy said I sound better on this one than this one. But this was a really cool <laughs> gift from Oscar. It's sitting right here. So I popped it up. But... <laughs> Uh, he designed, I mean, he's an engineer, super smart, wow. sharp guy, designs podcasting microphones That's for a living. But amazing. Left, left that job and is making more money working with his wife and his kids, and they've paid off their house. <laughs> and I read that. That's amazing. Just beautiful. Oh. Sell on Amazon. So, how can you not be inspired by dozens and dozens, actually hundreds of recent stories like that? Right. right. I can do this. Yeah. And not only that, but I love how he just goes on there and responds to almost everybody. I mean, he's just, you know, it's just, he's comes across as being a very humble art worker. And I just, I just enjoy listening to his successes. Everybody, but it's just, I know he's been at it. While we're bragging on Oscar, you know, (laughs) not to change the subject, but there's a point to this about Oscar. You know, I I lost my dad in December, which was a terrible loss for our family. Oscar made a four plus hour drive just to show up and be there oh. to support our family. And, you know, we've known each other for a, a good several months now, but it's been well, it's been a couple of years actually, but we've gotten pretty close in the last year. So yeah, I love him, but That's to wonderful. be surrounded by dozens of high quality people like that in this community that truly care. Yeah. It, it's a huge blessing. So I love that you brought him up. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> Props and he's going to be in Tampa with us. You coming to Tampa in July next month? I can't. My can't nursing job is not very flexible. So Too much going um, on. Well, I, next, make well, it a goal the next yeah. time, man. We would love to have you there. But Oscar's going to be there presenting and speaking. That's why I brought it up. The proven. Well, I would love to. <laughs> You'll get I would there. love to. Unfortunately, my position that I have, there's nobody can replace me right now. So it's sure. just impossible for me to talk. I got you. Can you. Tell us as briefly as you, you'd like or with as much detail as you'd like what it is you do as a nurse. I thought that was pretty fascinating. Okay. Um, well, I'm, I have, like I said, my two jobs. One of them is I'm a, a nurse supervisor for a rehab place. You know, people go after having like strokes or heart attacks and they go to rehab their body to be able to go back to their level or close to their level of independence at home. So we try to right. help them as best we can to achieve that. We had a lot of covid people, um, COVID-affected people. And then my other, my second full-time job is this, what we call SANES. And uh, SANES stands for Sexual Assault Nurse Examiner. And what that um, basically entails is that when somebody is assaulted, 
law enforcement will bring them to us. So we can make sure they're okay. Number one, because we're nurses, we want to make sure their body is is okay and and no trauma is detected. And then we also do evidence collection, pictures, a forensic interview, and all this turns into evidence for a potential court Lost. case if there is one. Criminal trial or yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. I can, I've, seen, I've seen those people in movies and TV shows, but I've never yeah. met one before. There's really people out there with that job. And that's, I mean, yeah. what an incredible, so you're just a life of, your life is just built around serving. <laughs> really. Yes. And we go through a lot of trauma-informed training to make sure that mm. the experience is as least traumatic possible for our patients. And yeah. we've, we've built a very nice little uh, program where where patient is 100% comfortable with us. and. Mm-hmm. We make sure that we we give them some other power back. That's incredible. God bless your work. I just I love Thank you. the wide diversity of backgrounds, and we've got you know mm-hmm. doctors and law professors and, and and people who were trash collectors a few weeks ago, and we've all kind of mm-hmm. gathered around this theme of you know what I'm going to build something of my own from home with the time that I've got. But I always yeah. love hearing that background. So thanks for sharing. Absolutely. Yeah. And and selling in Amazon has turned into a wonderful outlet for my anxieties and probably PTSD that I have from this work. It's a very nice distraction that is not nursing, nursing related. It's just very, once you figure it out, it's kind of simple, just simple work. You know, it it's is. a lot of work, but it's yeah. it's nice and it's simple, simple. And it, I welcome it into my mind because my mind is just all the time. Sure. Yeah. Always going. Always going. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your business a little bit. I want to hear more details yeah. about how it's going. So it's going great. My goal is always to best my previous month's numbers. And so I've been able to do that just month over month. I mainly source from like one store. I do I do go to others if I can, but most of the items I found have been from one regional store. And that's working out so very well for me. But I already feel like this, like I'm reaching a point where I just either make a shift or I'm just going to be kind of plateauing somewhere along the way. Like it might level off if you don't find more sources soon. Yes. Either. I mean, I'm sure that I think there's a lot of stuff. I haven't even scratched the surface on items, but I'm I'm Mm -hmm. talking more in terms of maybe like hiring a prepper or a shopper or, or some outsourcing something because right now it's just mainly, uh, but every month, I've been investing it. And I'm right now I think I'm out this month I'm hoping to get about 30K in sales. Nice. Yeah. And it's just you doing all the okay. Um, when we have like movie night once a week and we my significant other and I we prep and pack. That's beautiful. But okay. but I go shopping and everything you have some help. myself. Okay. Cause yeah, I was I starting guess. to do the math in my head and I'm thinking, okay, this lady has two full-time jobs and she's doing thirty thousand a month in a replay yeah. business. You got to have some help somewhere. Either that or you never sleep. <laughs> no, I never sleep. I have like insufferable insomnia, but yeah, I do all the shopping myself and ordering oh, no. and oh, stuff. We, but... we got to get that healthy. We got to get it sustainable. <laughs> yeah. I can, wow. I mean, do you ever imagine yourself giving up one of your two full-time jobs? I mean, what do I, you have specific goals there? I honestly, to tell you the truth, based on my sales right now, I probably could. I give one of those up. I'm thinking I'm going to see how it goes from now to like September maybe and make sure that it's it's pretty sane. And then I might consider giving up probably my rehab job. My my sane work is is where I feel like I'm most useful to humanity, I guess. Yeah, just vital. Um, But high stress work nonetheless. Uh, Yes, but I'm... 
God bless you again for that. I told you before we started recording as well, like, wow, that's no joke kind of work. So I think I have, I've been very well trained for it and I think I'm good at it. So we need, this is where I'm needed most, I guess, between the two. But yeah, if the sales stay pretty same, which I'm hoping they'll be higher, I will probably leave my rehab job. Okay. So that's the goal. So what do you think needs to happen to make uh, that next move forward? You mentioned, and I could kind of think it through with you, like who are you planning to hire first and how are you planning to grow your numbers? Let's talk through both of those real quick. Like, What ideas do you have? And I'll tell you what I'm seeing working for some other people too. I'm thinking about hiring a prepper or a shopper. I do not want to outsource the prepping to a prepping company just because I like to look at the stuff. I don't know. And that's what I've been playing with right now. And the shopping, I think it would be probably easier to do first if I have a good list to give somebody, you know, to go shopping with. And and I would encourage you, if possible, that shopper, make them what I call a smart shopper, meaning they're not just shopping, but they're also, they're equipped with the tools and the strategies that you've learned and they want a percent of your business. You don't have to make them a partner, but you can give them a financial incentive to find new replans while they're out doing what they do. Right. So now that's, that's always the first hire I suggest. And this is uh, some Dave Ramsey advice from his book, Entree Leadership. The first person you hire isn't someone who does all the stuff you don't want to do. It's someone who, as he says, goes out, finds the bear, kills it, drags it back to the cave. Like you want that, you know, you want someone else doing what you do. So they're generating revenue. And they're paid right. from that new revenue they're generating, ideally. Now, that doesn't always necessarily work out, but ideally. Because I think a lot of people, their first hire is someone to prep because I don't like prepping or someone to shop because I can save myself time. You know? And that's easy to start just offloading all this. And you suddenly look at what you're earning. You're like, I'm earning less now. What happened? Right, right. So just as a little word of caution there to maybe bring someone in. So that first hire is one of the most important hires you'll make because it kind of sets the, right. the, the tone. I just have a hard time just letting go. <laughs> oh yeah, but you're going to have to get over that. I work overnight and I normally will go and, and shop right after my 12-hour shift at the shift at seven in the morning and then I'll go shop because the stores are brand new and they're just open. So I like love going when there's not a lot of people. And, and you can still do those things, right? <laughs> and you can still do the stuff that you love doing and enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, but to really, you know, another book I don't mention very often is the the E Myth. Have you ever read that by any chance? No. E Myth talking about the entrepreneur myth. It's a it's a good book by um, who is Gerber, Michael Gerber, maybe I think if I got the name right. Good book. But it just talks about the the skill set and the mindset you need if you're going to transition from being a technician or an expert at your business to being an owner of that business. Yes, that is definitely my transition. I have to make from after the transition of yes, I can. I think that's the next one. Yeah. Um, we bought a home in 2019 and I still can't get out of that renter mentality. So it's just, yes, yeah. like a lot of learning that has to happen on my end. Yeah. It, it's so much. My, mindset covers so many topics, doesn't it? Mindset, it does. the way you see money, the way you see your time, the mm-hmm. way you see your role as a mom, just mindset. And that that's a, it's a slow shift. It's a gradual journey. But I think consuming the right content, this podcast, the great books from, from other great business leaders. And um, right now you're inspiring some people who are well behind your, you in their journey. And <laughs> they're saying, wow, okay. So. If this lady with two full-time jobs, <laughs> one of which is very intense, the other one's pretty intense, three kids, like if she can do this, I can squeeze this in. So right now you're inspiring others and you're going to become an example 
Uh, but there's others who are further than we are that we can look at mm-hmm. and learn from as well. And that's how you kind of sharpen and shape your mindset over time, I think. But well, so $30,000 a month in sales, that's no joke. That's you know, $1,000 a day in average in sales. Mm-hmm. I, I know about what that is, that. you know, as far as the number of products and, you know, 100 mm-hmm. products or so a day kind of thing, you know, ballpark, maybe some days 70, some days 120. That's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff moving, right? It uh, is. What are your margins? I try to stick to 30% margin on items. And then my overhead is not really crazy. I um, have Keepa and Seller Central, and that's all I use at this point. Wow. Um, okay, hold up. I love it because the podcast episode I just released today was about how all you need is Keepa. <laughs> so seriously, you only have Keepa. You don't have any other software. Nothing else. And you're at the thousand dollars a day. Seller Central. Yep. Seller Central's free. That's Amazon's free app. Yeah. So you're not <laughs> using inventory. Thirty nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> wow. I love it. You are at the point where you probably could consider using other some other tool, Rev Seller, Inventory Lab, possibly. You know, some things will make your life easier and pay for themselves very quickly. But the fact that you've gone to this level that quickly with just Keepa, which costs seventeen dollars a month, <laughs> yes. that's amazing. I think I may have the title for our episode actually, <laughs> because <laughs> and then I've been thinking awesome. about a repriser. I I don't even I wondered what it would do for my sales. No repricer. Are you manually no repricing your items? I do. I go. I don't go in there as often as I probably should. Maybe like once every eight days or nine days, I'll go in there and just check to see where they're at in you know in the mm-hmm. list of other sellers. Mm-hmm. And that's just for, because of time constraint. I often fantasize about what all I could do if I just you know had more time. It's it's. Oh yeah, there's a great module in the private Facebook group for replen sellers. Are you in there? Private Facebook group for Replan Seller to zero to 100 group? I'm in the Replan group, yeah. Okay, you are. Cool. So there's a module in there. where forgot Jim, about that one. That one too. <laughs> you know, yeah. So you're, you're paying, was it $9, $19? Yes, yes, yes. That too. So you're so paying for that Central one. Central Replan in there, yeah. But there's a repricer module you need to go through. And I, I guarantee at the price level you're at, it's going to more than pay for itself within a few days. That's what I keep hearing. <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. It's just a matter of sitting down and getting it turned on. Exactly. And setting it up. And that's, I think for me, my, my, I'll get to, I'll get to it at some point. (laughs) It's pretty step-by-step. It'll be one of the simpler processes you've gone through. Yeah. At the point where you're making even a couple hundred dollars a day in sales, Mm -hmm. you're probably ready for a repricer. We've got a good training in there for you. Awesome. Yeah. You need to, you need to do that for sure. That's probably (laughs) next step that, and then hire a a shop, a smart shopper, as I call them. Someone can go shop and buy stuff on the list, but they're also looking as they shop. That that's I've gotten great. every single one of them. You know, every shopping, mm-hmm. I'll get like maybe one or two. And that's how I've built yeah. up. While you're out. And that's what I like to do too. I, I kind of look at it more as while I'm out looking for new replans, I'll shop as well. Because yes, I know, yes. you know, I'm kind of familiar. We've got a shared spreadsheet our team uses. So any of us can shop anytime. It's like, hey, when you're out shopping for your family, pull up the shared spreadsheet. <laughs> it yes. tells us what we need, right? So it's really fun. And when I started, I really was blocked. I just cannot find one single item. And I'm feeling very clearly in the frustration and the hopelessness. Like, how are these people getting all this stuff? I can't find one single one. It's it's really humbling, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it was it hard. Frustrating and now it's like, yeah, you get over that hump, and then you just start realizing that every single item. I always think every single item on here is a dollar. It has a dollar sign on it. And if it's in the market, it's because somebody will buy it somewhere. 
that's uh, yeah. as part of a bundle or a multi-pack or something. Mm-hmm. It's very rare that there's an item. You can kind of put them all. I've never done this before. Maybe you can do this with me, Linda, but you can kind of put every product on the shelf into one of three categories or one of a handful of categories. One of them is awesome replan. Let's test it. Another one is, for some reason, this product isn't allowed on Amazon or isn't on Amazon. Let's ignore it. And then the the other category might be, well, it's on Amazon, but I can't find a profitable ASIN to attach this product to. Right. Make sense? Yes. You know, like I looked at the one pack, I looked at the two pack, I looked at the three pack, none of them are priced and Keepa doesn't look good. So, you know, and those are really the three and er, literally every product on the shelf falls into one of those categories. And once okay. you realize that, it's like, I just got to figure out which one it is. Exactly. And then you, you know, and then you can just go a little further and say, this one that was over, doesn't have a profitable ace, then maybe I can turn it into one by bundling it or whatever. Yeah, exactly. If you're willing to create your own listings, which again, Jimmy never does. I mean, he's our leading replens trainer. He never creates new listings. I and have a whole we, list on my head of listings. Do. Have you created I some? Make them. I oh. no, Just a blanket. It's just hard <laughs> to get, just, find the time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time, but um, I've thought of a few that I would like to, and they're there somewhere in the listing yeah. too. Creative bundles and right. Right. Yeah. So what's your strategy for finding new replants? Just talk me through, like if I gave you two hours and said, find as many as you can, what would you do? I would just go to the store. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> and honestly, to me, I am going through stuff and something will just catch my eye. I will check it and it'll be yes or no. And then, then I just start looking at other stuff around it. Most of the stuff that I have has been going down a rabbit hole. I found one replant that was good. And then I started looking at related stuff. And before I know it, I, that one has turned into 10. Mm-hmm. So when I'm at the store shopping, like I said, something will catch my eye. I'll look at it. No. Then the one next to it. No. The next next one. No. And then I'll get the yes. And then I'll look at whatever's related to that one. And that's my strategy. Honestly, I, I would love to be able to just OA because sometimes I do have a lot of downtime, but I can't. Yeah. You said you'd like to be able to do OA. I like to get my brain to start doing it. And, you know, I take yeah. pictures of stuff, but then I right. start other stuff like, oh, let me do this shipment. Oh, let me look at, you know, yeah. go kids, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody has their preferences, but but nothing beats. And I know I've talked with uh, Jimmy, our, our replants content creator, the course creator. Nothing yeah. beats. Doesn't matter what tool you use, what strategy you use, what slick process. When it comes to finding replants, it's really hard to beat just going to the store. <laughs> just go I to the store. Preference. Because your stuff's, preference. the stuff's right there. Because a tool can say, ooh, this is a hot potential repo. I'm like, good luck finding it. Like, where, where can I buy this? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And once you do buy it, it's like, oh, online, two weeks shipping. Like, yes. Like, two weeks to test replen. I have to send in and wait two more weeks to see if it worked because it's how long it takes Amazon to check it. A month from now, I'm checking. Like, no, I want to list it right now. I can list it FBM while I'm in the store. <laughs> yeah. And I type, up, I I type it in. Yeah. I type in the names. I don't. Yeah. The brand names. Yeah, just a brand name and I just see what comes up. I don't. That's a great tip. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. You don't scan barcodes. No, I have realized how much stuff you miss by doing that. Yeah. Oh, you miss. This, yeah. and then you like type it in, and it's like there's like ten of them, you know. Yeah, so many of them. And, That's beautiful. And you're just using Amazon. Yeah, Amazon and Keepa, but I don't. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Keepa. Well, sometimes I'll if I'm iffy, I'll use it at the store. Yeah. But if it looks really good, then I'll check it when I'm at home. Yeah. Oh, that's great. You know, I, I would really love to get you connected with Rev Seller. Is it okay if I just get you free Rev Seller? I think it's going to change your life. 
I really do. Because it helps as you're sitting there looking at the item, you know instantly your ROI for FBA and FBM for both. And you can make a great decision based on the current buy box price. Right. Yeah. That's why I like Seller Central because it, you know, you just plug in the numbers and it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're really going to like RevSeller. We've actually, the Nathan, the guy that founded that, we were the first community he rolled it out to. And we have bunches of people. I've yet to run into anybody that said, eh, I could live with or without RevSeller. Everyone, once they see it, because it pops up on Amazon.com. Is that the one that is, it's on replants, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's in the replants training. You'll see it all over. It just pops up. It pops up right below the title. If you're on Amazon.com, it pops up and just gives you all kinds of information about the ace and you're looking at. So you get that and I keep it. it. I think I bought it. I never installed it. <laughs> you never installed it? Rev seller? I think I, think I bought like if, a year thing. Yeah. Like, pro- it, if you'd have gone to provenamazoncourse.com slash rev seller, R-E-V-S-E-L-L-E-R. It's a Chrome extension. <laughs> yes. so if you don't already have it, it's on me. Okay. It's a, yeah. It's thank you. Chrome. I think I do. But thank you so much. I think uh, I do. I, think I just forgot. And I didn't. Um, oh, <laughs> I'm going to have oh. to. You're going to love it. You're going to totally love it. Trust me. And yeah, once you install it one time, you don't have to ever do anything else again. But every time you're looking at a product on Amazon, it's giving you great information, to, especially oh. for replin sellers. Really. I'm going to look for it. Yeah. yeah. That's the, once someone has Keepa, I say the next thing you probably need is rev sellers so you can make faster decisions. You know, yes. Rev and Fast decisions are important when you're at the store because, you know, yes. I mean, you're there. And it, I just, I don't, ha- I can't be there for hours. I wish I could. Mm-hmm. I could. I just, I'm not able to. Well, I think, I think the next step for you is to train somebody else. Yeah. And and to do what you do, but just imagine someone out there with a with a profit incentive to find, and because they're going to get a cut of the profit, so they're growing their business yeah. while you're, you know, doing God's work as a nurse, and yes. your business is growing. Trying, you're finding new replants. Right. I've been trying my, to get my significant other um, more involved. I think that just, I come up with these ideas that are so off the wall to some people that they're just mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, I don't know about you. But my mom, who works at the Amazon warehouse, it actually is now wanting to learn. And she's coming on Thursday to watch really? me. That, that's beautiful. I love working with family. I used to be hesitant about it. But the longer yeah. I've done this, you want to work with family. Because family, you're always going to run into difficult, ugly, hard to navigate situations. Why not be building something positive together? Yeah, there's going to be yeah. ugly, difficult, challenging things that happen no matter what with family. Why not be building something together too while you run into what life throws at us, you know? So yeah, yeah get mom involved. I've got, my family's very involved in all of this stuff to the degree that they're interested. Absolutely. Some of I've them been trying like, to bring it to her for months. Um, she's not yeah. my mom. She's the lady that took me in. Already a teenager, you know, but um, oh, God bless her. To her because I see how much she works, and finally she said, "Okay, I, I'm gonna, I'll try it." So I'm gonna walk her through the beginning of her journey. That's every- great. So this is the one that works at the Amazon warehouse you were talking about yes. earlier. Yes. Ah, so the circle, the the story circles, the loops yes. back to her. <laughs> the yes, one that, she's the, the teacher, one that kind of- and then on the weekends she's in Amazon, and so she spends mm-hmm. a week. And I've been trying to tell her, you don't, you know, try this, try this, and yeah. And she might have some really good instincts too. Like, wow, I see this stuff flying off the shelves at the warehouse. Yeah. I think we maybe should try checking it out. Yeah, get her instincts going. (laughs) Well, one one of the things you said that jumped out at me, and I don't think I've ever dove in with with one of our podcast guests on this phrase, but I've heard it many, many times. And I know it happens to me too when I'm looking for replens, is you said something just kind of jumps out at me. Like, I know how I would quantify that, what does what do you mean by that? Because if I'm looking at a wall of products, 
What things make you go like, I think I'm going to check this one out versus the other 150 products that you could take three steps and grab, right? What is it that makes it pop? I know we develop these instincts. And, and at times even, yeah. Linda, I've said, that's a good replan before I even run it. And I check it. Sure enough, it is. What is that? How do we... Well, when I first started, I was so overwhelmed and I it was just so hard for me to think that, how am I going to get through all these things? And somewhere along the way, there was just this shift in my brain where I go and I look at things and I'm just, I'm walking and it'll just be like the title of something or, or just a visual presentation of something that makes it stand out. I mean, there's hundreds of items, but once in a while, you just see one that attracts your attention. And I learned to stop looking at stuff that I would use only. Mm. When I first started, I would just think about my little bubble of things that I buy for my house, which is helpful because some of my bestsellers have been stuff that I buy for my house. Sure. But I had to learn how to branch out into stuff that I don't know anything about. <laughs> and so it just catches my eye and I'm curious, like, what is this? You know, mm-hmm. not anything I've ever seen, not anything I've ever bought for myself. And I'll look at it and I'll read it and I'll be like, hmm, looks interesting. And then I'll just like check it. How that should happen, I don't know. It's just... Yeah. I heard that it happened and I thought it was never going to happen to me, but it does. Like it just, I think it's just the way it looks and what its function is to me that may appeal from a more general way, not necessarily subjective way, but objectively. Yeah. I think some of what I think starts to kick in, see if this resonates with you, Linda. For me, like I was, I was taking a walk downtown with my wife, just walking around town and enjoying downtown. And we stopped in a little gas station to grab a couple of drinks. And as I'm scanning, just looking for an unhealthy snack on the shelf, my eye caught a handful of items that I've never seen before. And I did, we were on a date. I wasn't going to stop and be that guy and do some replans research. I probably should have taken a picture. But in my mind, I'm thinking, those are probably great replans because I've never seen them before. I'm like, who would buy that? You know, mm-hmm. But it's professionally packaged and obviously it's an established brand, but I've never encountered it before. Yeah. That's gold, right? To, and like... You have to look at a lot of products, but really we all are looking at products constantly. It's kind of the same advice we give people when they, they sell books, which isn't, we're not as excited about selling books as new sellers we used to be because Amazon storage costs have risen mm-hmm. so dramatically. But if you're willing to ship them yourself, it's still a great niche to get into. Not as good as replans by a long shot if no. you're new. But the advice we always give on books is if you look at the title and you think to yourself, I don't think I would ever read this. I don't know anybody who would actually read this who would ever pick this up? Those are the good books. <laughs> right? Yes. The long That's what tail. I mean. I'm like, if it's in the market, it's because somebody's buying it. And Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But if you, you know, but this stuff, if you pick up a book and it's like, everyone's heard of this author, they actually made two movies about it. Like that's a terrible product. You know, mm-hmm. like the brands everybody's heard of. And it's, although yes. there's, there's good replens there. I'm shocked at the replens that we found on stuff that like right now, anybody could go to any store, literally any grocery store and pull it off the shelf right now and turn $3 into 22. Yes. They're out there. They're everywhere. Yes. I told my, uh, my Alice is um, the lady. I told her just off the bat, I'm going to tell you right now, I have tried to stop figuring it out why or how. Yeah. Ooh. It's a waste of time. Why would anybody ever pay that much money for this? Like they can go to Walmart. <laughs> yes. I don't question that anymore. I it, it was a barrier for me to find any more items because I would talk myself out of stuff. So I had to stop doing that, wondering the wife who or what or how. Because 
I then I would I was bypassing things, thinking there's no way that anybody's ever. One example, it was the candy. I was at the store with my nine year old, and like she's been tried to help, and she does actually help. Picks up this candy and says, "Hey, mommy, how about you sell this?" First time she ever makes a suggestion. I get it. And I just scanned it real quick. And there was one listing for $27 for three pack. And I was like, there's no way. And then I thought I need to, you know, encourage and support her in this. So I bought, you know, two, three packs of them. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll send it. Let's go, you know? And so I sent it and they were actually sold immediately. Wow. I love that. Yeah. The cost of each pack was like 89 cents. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just, I'm just not going to question it anymore. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of regional products or, you know, products that, you know, I used to be able to find this all the time when I lived in city X and now I'm in city Z and they don't have it anywhere. I want it and they don't care about the price. I mean, that's a very real thing. Uh, The number of times where I've heard it's either, you know, a spouse or a friend or you're outsourcing with somebody like, Hey, you ever thought of this? And you're like, roll your eyes. Like, yes, I'm the professional (laughs) here. I'm sure it's nothing, but we'll test it just to humor you. And like, holy cow, you just found a gold mine. <laughs> it happened. I have one of those. So the gold nugget that last three months has been my bestseller. And it was just something that was asked of me from the store since I was going sourcing anyways. And now it's like, I can't keep it socked. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even sure. send it in FBA anymore because it's like, it's just yeah. in my it's house. It's flying. You're just, so you're spending a lot of time doing some of your own fulfillment too then. All of it. Wow. Yes, I do. I have like 30 shipments today that I have to go through. I don't do it though because it's it's too much. Wow. So we owe you like $250 just for (laughs) the time that you've spent with us today. It sounds like that's how much you would have made if you'd have been working. It's an easy day today. (laughs) This is so great. What a delight. Well, I'm, I'm excited. Like if I was your coach, I'm like, I can't wait for that next session. Here's your homework because... You're sitting on a gold mine of opportunity to lower the number of hours you're working and double your business. There's yes. just, there's so many little things that simple things, a repricer, that first hire of someone, yes. you know, that's going out. You talked about prepping, not wanting to use a prep center. Some very specific advice. Don't use you don't need to use a prep center and send your stuff all over the country. Find a neighbor. Maybe it's an, you know a single mom that's struggling with a couple part-time jobs. Like, hey, in the evenings, make, make an extra 12, 15 bucks an hour. Are you interested? Put tape that's on boxes. Let me, right? And then instead of dropping it off in your own garage, you're dropping it off three, three doors down <laughs> at you know, your friend's house. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking about because sometimes my, my inventory sits here in the living room for one day, two extra, and people are just going crazy here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get it out of your house. It yeah. doesn't mean you have to send it across the country. <laughs> Yeah. Send it to a neighbor, you know, and maybe that Absolutely. neighbor is your shopper too. Why not? Take Coaching is a goal I have too. Once I have one less job, because I I don't want to invest in that if I don't have the time to devote to it yet. Yeah, all these things, you know, I, everything I'm suggesting now. I promise you, Linda, you'll get back to me afterwards and you'll say I should have done that so much sooner. Why? Why did I wait? <laughs> why did I, already I wait? Think that. <laughs> exactly. I already think that. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the entrepreneur's journey, though. There'll always be a list of stuff that you're going to check off and you're going to say once you do, why did I wait? Yeah. <laughs> why is it so much better now? That's the journey. That's yeah. the journey. And you're doing a tremendous job, by the way. I, I always like pushing people. My instinct is to push them more than I encourage them, I think, sometimes. You're doing an amazing mm-hmm. job. I mean, Thank you. You I, are inspiring a lot of people. 
I'm amazed that we're at where we're at. Like, I just, I remember thinking there's no way I'm going to be able to sell a thousand dollars and then reaching that and then like 5,000. I was like, oh my God, you know? And um, the fourth quarter coming up, yes. you're going to need some help. Yes. You're going to, you're going to need some help in time for fourth quarter because it sounds like you're on some top of some really hot ASINs. How many products do you have, by the way? I don't think we mentioned that. Right now I have that are active about maybe 90. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. You really, you've really found some winners. That's tremendous. 90 products doing 30K. Yeah. And I'm constantly cleaning stuff out and, you know, Mm -hmm. that, sure. you know, bottom out, I'll take them out yeah. and everything. So yeah. revisit them in a three, three months or so. Do you do that? You go back and check them? Every, yeah, about every, about every two months, I'll go in there and see what's happening. And um, I'll try to take them out because then it becomes very burdensome. Sure. And overwhelming. Yeah. So, because but I'm saying once it, sure. once the price crashes or tanks, or for some reason it doesn't work anymore, typically there's a cycle to that and you can ride that cycle. Yeah. Right. I'm now noticing that. Yes. And I just keep, you know, I just write it down in an Excel sheet. That way I can revisit it down, down the road. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm learning the patterns now. And that's interesting. One of the suggestions I make is when you abandon an ASIN, like, oh, this one's just not any good anymore. Guess we're done with it. Just put it on your calendar two months from now. Some random Monday. Just it's, I use Google Calendar. Just boom, drop it on there. And that's a reminder to check that ASIN. Done. Yes. So. I, that's why I keep the, the Excel sheet. But I also just to, for anybody that may be starting, I make sure that I do the, you know, inch deep, mile wide. That yeah. way, and they do bottom up. It's not like, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I, in my head, I'm like, I'm just assuming that everyone knows that that's what replens is. But yeah, that's exactly the model. At any given time, any of your products could vanish mm-hmm. and you spend three seconds being disappointed. Then you go find 10 more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. And then, that's, that's, that's the gig. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely key to the business because I still see a lot of people, you know, just going all in on one item like I did at the beginning. And I think that is... Getting emotionally attached to one item and putting your eggs in that basket, right? The inch deep mile wide theme. Yes. It's something to be like, man, okay. (laughs) Great tip. Yeah. No emotional attachment whatsoever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Keep going. It's it's just moving and moving and moving. Mm -hmm. Well, as we start to wrap this one up, Linda, this was a great episode. Is there anything that you'd made a mental note that you wanted to be sure to share with the listeners or any tips or strategies? No pressure here, but I always like to make sure to leave that door open for the last, you know, whatever thoughts you've got. Yes. I have a very turbulent brain. I'm pretty sure that just my career itself has created all kinds of uh, issues in my head, but I overthink anathium. I am an overthinker. I... I'm always possibly a pessimist. I always think what's the worst thing that could happen first before I think about what's the best thing that could happen. And I um, I let self-doubt kind of like jump in there every once in a while. And I try not to, but I, that's just, you know, struggles that I have with myself. And I'm going to say that the best thing I ever did was to send that first shipment. I feel it was the biggest hurdle that I have that I had with the replants because everything else before that had been merchant fulfilled. It's so intimidating. But once you get through that process of the first shipment, I feel it that's the biggest hurdle to them being able to just find and sell, if that makes any sense. It absolutely does. Yeah. Those intimidating first steps. Yeah. That period, I call it sometimes that period of intense focused effort that's required or, you know, getting past those uncomfortable one-time hurdles. Yes. So I think just doing it is the best thing anybody can do. 
aside from making the good choices, the good choices on, on products, you know, actually looking, reading the listing and making sure it's, you know, one pack and or a two pack, not, you know, mm-hmm. just being careful with that. Yeah, that's a great final tip. Take action, you know? Absolutely. You've, that's the you've, best thing I did. The best thing I did was take action. Yeah. What's the next right thing? And I imagine that's part of, you know, you deal with people in trauma, you know, business kind of is trauma. Now it's relatively minor trauma compared to what you're dealing with. But I've been around people in trauma situations enough to know that as they're starting to heal, that you've got to convince them, okay, what's the next right thing? Don't try to do a thousand things today. No. You're not going to get them all done. What's the next yeah. right thing? Get that done. And that's advice my dad used to give all the time as well. And, you know, it, and business is, I've never said that before, but I kind of like it. Business is trauma. You know, it's risk. It's, this could go wrong. It's getting out of your comfort zone. It's uncomfortable, yes. right? There's it's a, okay to mess up. Yeah, there's a degree of trauma. I got my first IP and it was discouraging, but yeah, now I know. It was a great learning experience for me getting that IP. Now I know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And you've built an incredible business as a result. And I think you're going to have a Thank team you. soon. I, I can't wait to have you back. I don't know if it'll be six months, a year, whatever. And you'll be like, hey, here's how I grew my team. <laughs> and here's my new routine, right? I'm Thank excited. <laughs> oh, it's so exciting. I love I'm it. I'm excited. The possibilities are endless, right? Oh, they really are. It's so expansive. And every time I think I'm the guy that gets to talk about how expansive it is, there's somebody who out expands the way I was thinking. The fact that you've made any money at all online puts you in elite territory now to where you could say, hey, anybody interested in learning how to make money online? I'm the one you need to talk to. You got a product, business one needs consulting, write a book, podcast, a mom's group, right. you know, like just the possibilities are endless now because you've figured it out. You've cracked the code. I mean, just think of it this way for a moment, Linda, comparing the money you make between the three different income streams you have, right? You had to go to school for a long time and pass a lot of hard tests, do a couple of those. This one, you had to sit down for a few hours with some slightly uncomfortable content, but you got through it. Right. Getting ready to dwarf those other two, (laughs) right? I mean, it's... Yes. Wow. Pretty incredible, the opportunities that are here, just from a pure number standpoint, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't more. Well, I really appreciate having you on the show today, Linda. Thank you for your time. Thank you too. And I'm going to talk to the listeners for just a second. I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. I feel encouraged in just hanging out with Linda. I want to get more tips and strategies and ideas from her. I think she's an upcoming leader for sure. And I hope she inspired you as much as she inspired me today. But this was just another episode of hundreds where we've sat down with great people from our community. If you're new to this podcast, you need to scroll back in time just a little bit, check out some of the other great people. We'd love to have you leave us a review wherever you're listening, a five-star feedback, that sort of thing. We always appreciate that. If you are watching us on YouTube right now, you need to realize if you go to silentgym.com, you're going to see a few hundred episodes like this one that we didn't have a video camera turned on and it's audio only. So you want to go to silentgym.com slash podcast. You can see those. All kinds of other links for today's show, the stuff we talked about. We, we mentioned those other episodes of the podcast with Oscar and some of the other tools. We'll stick all that in the show notes. So just visit the notes for this episode and you'll see the links. You don't have to write anything down that way. But God bless you, Business Building Warrior. We're in your corner. We've got a community of 65,000 people in our Facebook group that are here to support you free. That's another link in the show notes. So you can be encouraged by great people like Linda and others in our community with their stories. Hang out with us there if you'd like. We'd love to have you. And we'll have another really good episode for you again real soon. Thanks for your time. 
Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.